serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, happy, happy, happy. Happy, happy. Happy Friday. I'm Gatos. Chad is out today. Barry Markson is in. What is up, Gatos? And there she is, Becky Lynn in the news center. Hello, all. So... I hear we had quite a meltdown earlier today on uh, KTAR. We did. All right. So, Becky Lynn, you did not hear it. I didn't hear it, but I am very anxious to hear whatever you have recorded. Uh, all right. <laughs> I have heard uh, most of it. Uh, Barry Markson, since you really have no life, you just listened to the whole <laughs> station twenty four seven, and you picked it up. I, I was just I was uh, listening to the Broomhead show, just, <laughs> just waiting for you to come on, Gatos, <laughs> okay. with the big Q poll question of the day, and <laughs> there it was. Okay, all right. So, uh, so our buddy Broomhead, uh, I love Broomhead. He had Carrie Lake on. She's running for governor, and she had a meltdown. Yeah, she really did. It was it was startling. Okay, I mean, are we being serious that she's the lead candidate? from the GOP to run this state. And I got to tell you, Katie Hobbs didn't do anything for me either. Yeah. So I really don't see someone out there that I like yet, but I know I I know I don't like Carrie Lake and it's not a personal. I've met her a few times. She's lovely. Yes. Uh but she seems to be very QAnon. That's dangerous. She seems to be uh I want to be mini Trump. There's only one Trump. You can't rip Trump off. If you try yeah. and rip Trump off, you're just a cheap rip off. Yeah. Okay, so she comes on the Broomhead show. And she, is she ever, by the way, in a good mood? No, she's always very agitated, or at least she appears to be. Very right. agitated, on edge, yeah. attacking. It's it's fascinating. I mean, that temperament doesn't do a lot to comfort me, as I would say, an independent. Because I don't know how she's going to get a single independent to vote for her. But, again, it's early. I think we should get everybody a chance. Um, you know, I'm just used to watching her on TV, but every time she g- gets a camera in front of her, she's just ticked, man. Okay. So she, wa- she's come up with her first big policy, which is stupid and ridiculous. And I'll tell you why cameras in the classroom. Yeah. It's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. All she wants to do is catch a teacher doing something that maybe she shouldn't be doing or he shouldn't be doing. It's a war on teachers. That's why she's doing this is a very small portion of far right Republicans who say, you know what? Our teachers are bad. Uh, they all they do is, is teach critical race theory, yeah. which isn't true. No. So she's like, let's put cameras in the classroom. All right. The part that amazed me about that, by the way, Gatos, is these are the same folks who are upset because of what's going on in Scottsdale with the board member there. He was. Well, he that little, guy was wrong. Yeah, well, absolutely. Disgusting. Was. But, yeah. but you're worried about that. But you want to put cameras in the classroom so people can see your kids. On, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. So think about it. We'll play Carrie Lake's meltdown here in a second. So so think about it. Um, should parents be allowed to watch another child wet their pants? Because it happens in school. Yeah. It happens. Should another? Should a parent be able to just click a button and watch your kid struggle to read? And then you as a parent say, oh, I bet those parents, his parents aren't working with them at home. Oh, and, and talking right. to other parents about the yeah. kid who's struggling to read. I mean, it'd be, right. it, it's amazing. The invasion of privacy that's going on would just be absolutely it's amazing. It's very, uh, that, that's. It's gosh. the opposite of conservative. It it's really the opposite is opposite of conservative. It's putting government everywhere. It's very big brother. Yes. By Carrie Lake. Yes. That's not Republican. Right. That's not conservative. Okay. Could you imagine, you know, a, a parent just pushing a button, going into their child's classroom? Oh, I see that so and so in the front row that's an empty seat. Wow, that kid is that kid is absent a lot. I wonder if something's going on at home. Yeah. Come on, right? Yeah. Okay. So it's so bad. Carrie Lake comes on the Broomhead show, just full of blank and vinegar. I mean, I don't know who crapped in her Cheerios today. 
Becky Lynn, do you know who crapped in her Cheerios today? Uh, no, but you know what? I'll get our investigative okay. team on there that. There you go. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, do you have any idea who crapped in Carrie Lake's Cheerios today? I don't know who it could have been. Uh, Pablo, uh, producer Pablo, do you have any inkling about who who crapped in her in her Cheerios today? I don't. No? She might have used skim milk, though. Right. And then, well, that could anger anybody at the beginning of the day, because that's just not fair. All right, so we're talking cameras in the classroom, and here's what she had to say. Matt Salmon is opposed to cameras in the classroom. So Matt Salmon is also running for governor. Matt Salmon is opposed to cameras in the classroom. If cameras were in the classroom in Scottsdale, that special needs student would not have been raped. Matt Salmon is all for cameras at these traffic stops. He made a fortune on these traffic gotcha cams that we get little tickets in the mail for. But when it comes to our children in school, he doesn't want them protected. And remember, we had cameras in the classroom with these Zoom classes that the Ah. teachers union pushed and our current governor pushed when he sent our kids home and put them in front of a computer. Little, yeah. That's not cameras in the classroom. The kids aren't in the classroom when we're doing uh, online learning. My day goodness. in and day out. So we've already had this, and that's when we figured out the kind of garbage they were teaching our children, this terrible curriculum, and all we want is accountability. Ah, okay. First of all, this is, this is how she works. If you're against cameras in the classroom, you're pro-rape. Yeah. You must be for it. Well, You must think that's okay. That's what started today. Somebody else tweeted that Matt Salmon uh, doesn't want to protect kids from rape in by putting cameras in the classroom. And Broomhead basically, she, she retweeted it mm-hmm. and refused to take it down or apologize or say, that's not what I intended, obviously. And Broomhead gave her every opportunity to try to, yeah, that, of course Matt Salmon doesn't support that or want that. Won't She wouldn't do it. Would not even, just that little step, wouldn't even do that. Mm. Just attack, attack, attack. A fellow Republican. Yeah. Yeah. A fellow conservative. So you know how nasty this race is is going to be. It's already gotten nasty. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying you don't want cameras in the classroom. First of all, you can't pay for them, Kerry. I don't know if you know that. You're not going to be able to pay for that. No. Are you going to put a camera in every classroom? Financially, that doesn't work. Okay. Well, also, she's saying she's going to pay to Arizona's going to build the wall now, by the way. I don't know where we're getting money for that, but hey, there you go. You know what? If she can find some money, maybe I'll get on board for that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, honestly. <laughs> That's I, a lot of money. It is a lot of money. I have no idea how much money it could yeah. cost. But boy, doesn't that sound yeah. really good to a portion of the public right. out there that's going to vote? Because you, are you going to, Carrie, are you going to make Mexico pay for it, too? But she melted down today right here on KTR. She did. It was a It was a melt. It was, I, 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 gotta get to, I thought it was disturbing. Yeah. I did. Because this is someone who's in the lead. She's a smart lady. Yeah. Okay. She's, 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 but you know what? She's smart reading a prompter. Just because you could read a prompter doesn't mean you should run for office. It doesn't mean you can sit in a powerful, powerful position uh, in Arizona and make good choices. Because I don't think she understands that she's going to have to make good choices for everybody, not just a very small portion of the public that is far right in Arizona. Yeah. Arizona, you can you can you can argue is still red. I disagree. I think it's purple. I think we've got a lot of Democrats. I think we've got a lot of Republicans. I think there are a lot of people like me that are in the middle. I got to tell you, I'm totally anti QAnon. If you're <laughs> if you like Paul Gosar, I'm probably not going to like you very much. Yeah. If you get, you know, well, if you go loves. after his endorsement and, and you know, that's what you're proud of. I, that's probably yeah. not for me. She's but again, is Katie Hobbs the answer? I don't think so. I, I'm just. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm struggling that these are our best two folks in Arizona. These are the best two options for governor. And and I'll be honest, there are other really good Republicans running for that nomination in Arizona, Gatos, yeah. and but they're not they're not 
saying crazy things. I said to someone the other day, you want more attention? Apparently, you have to say outlandish things, right? and that's, that's the only way you get That's yeah, the only way you grow. But a small portion will, will hear that and, and cheer it. Yeah. Most of us who take these issues seriously, yeah. who can have a conversation about it, um, we know that it's hot garbage. Right. So um, Carrie Lake melted down in the Broomhead show. She's just, uh, she's just, she's a beauty. I don't care what these people say. I'm not taking cues from Governor Ducey or. No, you're taking cues from QAnon. Or a melodramatic map. Oh, let's name call. Yeah, I mel- love it. Oh, yeah. She wants to be Trump, but she ain't. I'm not taking cues from them, Mike. I'm taking cues from the people of Arizona. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Well, it was another, it was another conservative Republican who later on in the Broomhead show said she melted down. Oh, I think she melted down. I don't think she has the temperament for the job at all. Uh, and I, I don't, you know, you know, like you said, if she wants to build the wall, I'll, I'll listen to that. Man, I'll tell you, I ain't for open borders, this immigration problem, and it's a disaster. And I backed up Ducey all week. I think Ducey's done a good job putting this uh, uh, problem in Yuma, uh, putting it under a spotlight. I really do. I didn't think he went out there for just a, a photo op. I think Ducey's done a good job this week. Um, but, you know, even Ducey said, yeah, I'm not for cameras in the classroom. She's the only one that likes it, and maybe just a few parents out there. And some of you parents who like that, you're the parents, by the way, who don't show up for Meet the Teacher. You don't show up for your meetings with yeah. the teacher. You don't show up for any of that stuff, but you want to see people on camera, right? Right. But what we need are the rest of the parents, the 95% of parents who don't want cameras in the classroom, who overall think our schools are doing a good job. And they need to stand up and say, this is not what we want in a Republican candidate for governor. Mm. And if they do that, things will change. Other candidates are stepping up and saying that. I think they need to see that support. All right. Uh, Let's see. Coming up next, we're going to talk about, this is awesome, attacked by a raccoon while putting up Christmas lights. This is Becky Lynn's favorite story of the week, so we decided to do it here. Uh, By the way, the, the raccoon... The raccoon got its rear end kicked. Sure <laughs> We're going to talk about that. It was like a WWE move. It made me so happy. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up in just a second. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. I'd like to congratulate Becky Lynn. She's award-winning for the first time in years because we've worked together. She sent me a good story, and we're going to do it on the air. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I tease. Oh, I'm, no. so, I'm so teasing. I send you so you many oh, good stories. No. You are the I'm backbone of this show. I'm on the ball all the time. Uh, you know, you guys know I love putting up Christmas lights, okay? My neighborhood is is lit up like you wouldn't believe. You can see it from space. <laughs> I'm crazy. Our neighbors are crazy. You know, we put up 20-foot snowmen. We've got, you know, massive, massive candy canes. My whole house is lit. It's just awesome. Nice. So we do that. We re- I mean, it's, it's fantastic. And Becky Lynn, you're going to come out and check it out. I am. I'm probably going to be there this weekend. Oh, isn't that? I will okay. text you. Would, yes. you like, would you like something prepared for when you, when you come yes. by? Would Your you... wife has promised me oh. hot chocolate. Oh, okay, good. Uh, yeah, so go. I will be texting okay. when we leave. So I love putting the <laughs> Christmas lights up. Well, there was a 70-year-old woman in massachusetts and she decides you know what i want to put the lights up too i think that's fantastic (laughs) i think it's great no not not 70 no no i mean as long as you're not getting on a ladder oh all right she's not like don't get on the roof are we sure she wasn't getting on a ladder that i don't know (laughs) i'm just saying i hope okay Okay. she should not be getting on a ladder so um (laughs) that's the least of her problems oh yeah she was attacked (laughs) she was she was attacked a 70 year old woman uh she kept hearing a noise she's like what is that noise like, do you guys remember uh, Christmas Vacation? 
Yeah. When Chevy Chase went to get the second tree. Oh, yes. Because the first tree blew up. <laughs> yeah. Puts the second tree in there, and there's a squirrel. And you... You know, one of the old ladies, what's that noise? You know, the one who sang the national anthem instead of giving the blessing. So what's that noise? She starts hearing a noise. She got attacked. Donna, a mother of three with three grandchildren, ends up at the hospital nursing broken ribs. Plus, needed a series of shots because the raccoon was... Oh, gee, she got attacked by a raccoon. An anti-Christmas raccoon. Oh. Series of shots because the raccoon was rabid. They had to give me a tetanus shot, a hemoglobin one in my legs for the fluid that goes in, and then the um, first of the rabies. Oh, nothing like getting rabies while you're putting up Santa Claus. That is not to be expected. I got to tell you. (laughs) It is not. Of all things, you don't expect that. I really thought I was going to die. Oh, you're fine. You got to walk it off. It's just a raccoon. (laughs) He wouldn't let go for anything. He, he, you know, I've even got him on. This is, and she goes at this raccoon. He wouldn't let go for anything. He, he, you know, I've even got him on the elbows, but he just attached it and I'm flinging it around and, you know, I'm 4'10". I get the big thing over my head. It's like, someone help me. Yeah. Yeah. 70 years old and 410. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the other room is laughing so loud they can hear them through the glass. <laughs> she put the raccoon. She, she's a powerhouse. She, she put the raccoon in the headlock. <laughs> That's not a joke, right? No, it's not. It's she, true. She put the raccoon uh, in a headlock. I'm flinging it around over my head. Right? This is no one heard her screaming for help, and the wrestling match carried on for five minutes <laughs> five before the minutes? raccoon scampered away. Oh, I know when I've met my match. Oh, the poor lady. The poor poor lady. raccoon. The raccoon was bullied, if you ask me. Yeah, he was. He was obviously bullied. Oh, my gosh. Wow, the raccoon does not like those lights. No. Not a fan. You know, you should stay away from raccoons. Donna has a ton of things to be grateful for, but not about to let her run in with a raccoon ruin the holidays. Any advice to people that may encounter a raccoon? <laughs> stay away from them. And I will always out here have a a bat or something with me from now on. Did I hear the Boston accent there at the end? Yeah, this happened in Massachusetts. I yeah. Did I hear that? Yeah. And I will always out here have a Out here. Out here. Out here have ah. a bat. A bat. Yeah. So she's going to be 410, 71 years old next year, climbing that ladder with a bat with a in bat. one hand. I feel much better. Oh, it's no good. Next year. Next year's hard. I fell off that ladder right on the raccoon. Lady, you got to hire oh. somebody next year, right? Wow. And that raccoon is still on the loose, by the way. She <laughs> no. had it in a headlock, but it got up and walked off. after. Really? She scampered away, so they're still looking for it. I think the lady did a bad job. I think if she, if, you know, she saw it foaming at the mouth, oh. she should have she at least bit that thing on the neck or something. Oh. She should have taken it out. I mean, you you can take a raccoon and and you know fire it as hard as you can against the wall, you know you can kill that. Raccoons sucker. are vicious, man. Yeah, they oh, are. Yeah, especially when they see a person smaller than they are. Do we have raccoons out here? Yeah. Yes, we do. In oh, Phoenix. Do. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen one. Yeah, yeah. they're cute. No, no, they're, that's not. no the pro- they're not cute. Either. You know what? They are from a distance because right. you know they have unique markings, and you look and right. you know one immediately. But yeah, be sure you're as far away from it as you I possibly mean, I've seen can. Be careful. Coyotes. What are those uh, rat slash pig things called? Javelina. Yeah, I've seen them. You know, snakes. I've seen plenty of those. Oh, I don't bad. think I've ever seen a raccoon here in Phoenix. Well, we'll bring one by. No, please don't. <laughs> we'll bring one by the celebration. I hear they're great eating. 
They are great. No, they're not. No, they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Gatos, do you have big inflatables in front of your house? No, my wife hates the inflatables. Really? We don't do inflatables. She would not like my neighbor. Their front yard is covered with inflatables. Covered with them. I don't like them either. One of them. You don't? No, I'm not a fan. Why not? I I just don't like them. They just don't say Christmas to me. Yeah, my wife put the kibosh on them. They have one. I don't know how it doesn't say Christmas to you. It's a giant (laughs) dragon, and and the wings flap. I don't know how that's Christmas, you know, but that's what they have. We were at um, Home Depot the other day, and they had a bunch, and there was one that was a giant beaver wearing like a woodcutter's hat. Oh. And that's <laughs> why like my husband said, nothing says Christmas like, like a, a beaver. giant beaver. Mm-hmm. And I almost bought it just because it was the funniest thing I've oh, ever Oh, you should have bought it. I mean, just because it would uh, probably annoy everyone. What is that Who thing? doesn't want to own a beaver? Really? A giant one, too. A yeah. giant beaver. Maybe, maybe it should be a giant raccoon. For the record, I'm just sitting here quietly. Yes, that's Barry Marks and I'm Gatos. <laughs> Becky Lynn is uh, along in the news center. Coming up next, let's talk a little uh, border. You were just pointing at something. Did uh, I think Governor Ducey uh, took? Uh, did he take a, a, a chapa? Did he go up above the border? He is did. That what I just saw? Yeah, he went. He's over in Yuma. He was, okay. he was down in Yuma. He's up above okay. the border. He's, mm-hmm. he's all over. Um, we got problems at the border. We've got people that are just coming in. Twelve people came in over the border while Ducey did a newser right at the wall yeah. the other day. But there are problems. And are the problems at the border leading to modern-day slavery? We're going to talk about that. Yes, coming up in the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. You're locked in to the Gatos and Chad Show. Oh, my boy Chad is out today. He'll be back on Monday. Barry Markson is in. So why don't we talk a little bit about what's happening at the border? Yes. Um, Governor Ducey, did he fly over the border today? Did, yeah, I think he flew over today. Did he fly over today? I don't know. That's, I, don't I thought know. I saw something that he, he did. Was, he was down there uh, just yesterday, right? Day well, before? He was... well, Yuma says they're in a state of emergency now. The mayor wants a state of emergency. We've, we have a 1,000 people that are crossing a day over there. Yeah. A day. Yeah. Well, the fast food down there in Yuma is fantastic. fantastic. It's everything. Everything you ever heard of is down there. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, there are a lot of problems that go on uh, at the border. And then what happens after they come over uh, the border? There are new reports that, you know, I mean, I think Biden has open borders and he's letting everyone come over the border. And when they get here, they're not being treated right. They're in bad conditions. There's a new report out, that, that uh, a new memo that reveals this, that the care of migrant children in government custody is at best subpar. Yeah. Okay? So there's one problem. Um, how many migrants were killed in a tragic accident trying to rush to the United States to get in? 53 people dead, 54 people injured. Um, these were folks that were trying to get here to the United yeah. States, and they're rushing because this Remain in Mexico plan is only in El Paso. Yeah, it's not in Arizona. It's not anywhere. It's like it's it's a good policy from Trump. Uh, I was fine with it when he did it. Yeah, uh, me too. So you see, there's there are people that are dying trying to get here because they know. Well, Biden's letting everybody in. Yeah. The, the lack of a real policy, I think, is what's driving this. There's a couple things driving it. First of all, what's going on in a lot of South American countries, and not even just Mexico, but a lot of these other countries, is so dire yeah. that people are desperate 
and they see the United States as this beacon of hope. I can go there. My kids will be safe. I can work somewhere, and we can have a life. That's all they're trying to do. Mm. So I, I get that. That's what we would all do if we were in that position. Right. But then the other part is the Biden administration, say what you want about Trump, but he made pretty clear he was going to make it difficult for illegal immigrants to get into the country this way, yeah. and especially with Remain in Mexico, the Biden administration's not doing that. It's just all kind of wishy-washy. We don't know what the policy is. Or asylum seekers. Right. So everybody just gets to kind of come in. They're not all coming in, but we're not sending out a clear message that says, don't come here. If you show up at the border, we're not going to let you in. This is not the way to do it. If we did that, I think this would slow at least somewhat. But people are just desperate. They're but, desperate, and they're dying on the way here. Yeah. Um, when they get here, some of these kids are not being treated the right way. Uh, listen to this. Two dozen people were indicted last month on charges of smuggling Mexican and Central American immigrants to the United States and forcing them to live in camps and work on farms. Uh, that sounds like modern-day slavery to me. And the feds busted it. And actually, they're calling it modern-day slavery. It's a modern-day slavery ring. Uh, and, that you know... There, there are at least 100 workers who were freed from these conditions. Two of them died there. Yeah. Um, they were threatened with death. I mean, we're, for, you know, we're forcing them to work here. Uh, so, you know, I'm glad they got the bad guys, and, and, but, but that's part of the problem. You know, it's not just 12 people walked in while Ducey was given a news conference at the border. Part of the problem is when Ducey was at the border, there's a 20-foot hole in the wall. Yeah. That people just stroll through. Right. Why even have the wall then? Well, that, again, that was, you know, this is all political, obviously. You could have finished the wall where most of it was built. You, you know, I understand Biden doesn't want to continue doing it. It's but, like finishing but, half a house. Right. Finish doesn't up, make any sense. Finish up in the areas that are half built. Let's get that done. The, the wall thing, look, Trump made it into such a political thing. But before Trump, Republicans and Democrats were saying, yeah, wall in certain areas to stem the tide of illegals just flowing across the border. Sure. Was, wasn't a bad idea. But it became this huge political problem. The real issue here, Gatos, is our, our politicians, both sides of the aisle, this this. This issue is better for them unresolved. Of course. Because, because they get to go on on the right, they get to go on Fox TV and rail about how bad Biden is. On the left, they got to go on and say how bad Trump was. It's it's a fundraising mechanism for that. They make millions of dollars to stay in power yeah, because just, of immigration. Just be, getting us all worked up, yeah. and then we give the people, and then we give them money. And I just wish at some point the people would say, enough, just do something to help solve the problem. Yeah. People are going to keep coming here because for a lot of people, their life is, they're, they're living in, it's awful. They, they, can't ra- they can't make money. They're at risk of dying. The risk of their kids being raped or taken into gangs. It's an awful situation. We have to create a process where some can get in, where some can't, but at least we have a process. And my goodness, we need people to work here. Why are we bringing? So. Why don't? Why aren't we bringing people in legally to work here? Yeah. Because uh, apparently Americans don't want to do jobs like restaurant. Let me ask you this: can or we, can anything? We, can we let some of these folks in just to work at Taco Bell so the Taco Bell by my house can stay open after seven o'clock at night? <laughs> so you can I get mean, some food. It's like emergency situation. My here, gosh! You swing by Taco Bell at six, six seven thirty. They're closed. It's, it's unheard of. It's amazing. By the way, who wants Taco Bell before seven thirty at night? I don't even understand why this happens. Oh, I'll take some now. Isn't it? You take it right now. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Oh, absolutely. A little of that too. All right. We'll get to a little bit more of the uh, immigration problem and uh, probably do that a little bit next hour. All right. So coming up next. Uh, um, Barry, I'm glad you're here. You're a lawyer. That's true. It's a very important ruling from the Supreme Court today. A big ruling. Uh, and it affects people. It affects women. We're going to talk about it. And Barry, you're going to tell us why this thing is such a big deal. It's coming up next.
on the Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Chad is off on one of his uh, one percenter vacations again. I mean, does this guy have a lot of vacation or what? It's absolutely unbelievable. Who did his deal? <laughs> Man. You guys are brutal. Same person who did yours, I think. I think so. (laughs) All right. I'm basically in here full time now. I know. So uh, we got a couple of court cases. Barry Markson is in. He's a lawyer. It's always good to know lawyers, Becky Lynn. You never know when you're going to need one. I know. It's good good to have a a good friend who has one. Screw with me. I'm going to sick Barry on you. He's going to torture you. Man. So... We had a, uh, a very important ruling from the Supreme Court. Yeah. It deals with the Texas abortion law. Can you take us through what Texas wants to do and what they're allowed to do now? And yeah. is there a little bit that uh, uh, is there? And who won really? Which side kind of won? It, it's still a very uh, it's very procedural and it's still kind of preliminary. And what's going on? It ran through the courts. Uh, the the uh, what happened was the abortion providers in Texas filed a, a, a lawsuit against this law it, they won at the trial court level it was uh, then the appellate court level said no and it went up to the supreme court and what the supreme court did here on the main issue 8 to 1 is say they have the right the abortion providers have the right to sue to overturn the law and they sent it back down so now they're going to present it to a, a, an initial judge again the, the federal district court judge the same one again and start this process all over again what the supreme court also did though was limit under that statute who people could sue if a if somebody got an abortion, because right now they could sue everybody. They could sue the per- that not the person getting the abortion, but the doctor, the clinic, and they can sue a bunch. They can sue judges. They can sue the attorney general of Texas. They can sue all these other people. So the U.S. Supreme Court said, no, you can't sue the attorney general and judges and other people. You can sue the licensed people in Texas, and then you can still sue the abortion clinic. So they basically left it in place, but said you can go back and sue to overturn, and they're going to start this whole process over again. So it's very procedural, but unfortunately, what it showed if you're if you're if you pro-choice, they did not stay the law itself. They did not pause the law. So even though Roe v. Wade is still the law of the country, in Texas right now, by all accounts, abortion is illegal in Texas because nobody's willing to do an abortion because they don't want to get sued by everybody and their mom. So the Supreme Court basically told Texas women they no longer have the rights guaranteed to them under the Constitution since 1973. Yes, for right is that now. Fair? Yes, for right now, abortion is legal in all of the United States except Texas. Gotcha. And and they're not saying it that way, but that's the effect of this law and what the Supreme Court's doing. So people who are pro-choice are saying, "Look, Supreme Court, you know what the effect of this law is." It makes it where the people of Texas do not get the benefit of the law of the United States of Roe v. Wade, and yet you're still not staying it. The Supreme Court is saying, we're, not, we're dealing with it from a procedural standpoint. We're not getting into the substance. We don't care what the practical aspect is. We're dealing, it, we're dealing with procedural legal questions. So the it. justices said you, that the justices allowed the law to remain in effect, yep. but the clinics that do the, the procedure, they can now fight back. Correct. They have the right to sue. So the the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals had said no, they don't. They couldn't even sue. But now the the Supreme Court said yes, you did. So really, technically, it's a win for the pro choice groups. Okay, they can they can sue, and they're going to start from all over again. But the Supreme Court had a second opportunity to stay the law so that people in Texas could, uh, I guess, enjoy the benefits of Roe v. Wade, if you want to think of it that way. Um, and they didn't do that. So people are saying from a practical aspect, you've you've taken away rights that people around the country have, and now Texas does not have that right. Um, 
but that wasn't the issue here. All right. So that's a big court case. It, it really is. And it's, if you couple it with what happened uh, with the Mississippi abortion case that the Supreme Court heard last week, um, it's pretty apparent. What happened there last week? So they, they Mississippi passed a law that said you can't have a banned all abortions after 15 weeks. All right. And the Supreme Court heard argument, and it seemed pretty clear that the six conservative justices, six of the nine, uh, are either going to ban. They're, they're either going to overturn Roe v. Wade which would mean it would no longer be the national law that uh, abortion is legal, or they're going to limit it but say that Mississippi's law banning abortion after 15 weeks is legal, which will open up the floodgates to a whole bunch of laws saying it should be 12 weeks, 10 weeks, until it gets down to nothing. If they overturn Roe v. Wade, uh, there's 11, 12 states in the country that already have laws in the books, Arizona's one of them, that bans all abortions. So Arizona has a law in the books from before we were a state, before 1912, that says abortion's illegal, and except in the case where the life of the mother is at risk, mm-hmm. every other time abortion is illegal. So if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade at some point next year, the next day air- abortion is illegal in Arizona. That'll affect the governor's race. It's going to affect a lot of a lot of races around the country next year if the Supreme Court takes it that far. There's no question about yeah, it. Yeah, because if that does happen, yeah. then people will have to think about, well, maybe we want a Republican who likes what happened. Well, maybe we want a Democrat who doesn't like what happened. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, no, it, I wonder it, if abortion is going, if that's going to be, right. I mean, if the if the Supreme Court, you know, gets rid of Roe v. Wade, then what we have is you're going to have an election and people are going to be like, all right, now, I, I pretty, is Arizona going to make abortion, is, gonna, is abortion going to be legal in Arizona yeah. or is it going to be illegal? It probably depends on who you vote for for governor. Yeah, right now it's it'll be illegal if Roe v. Wade is overturned and there, there are an awful lot of people who are going to say that that will become their number one wow. issue, whether to maintain that right. it's illegal or to say this is ridiculous. Because you'd have half the people and, love it and half the people hate yep. it. And, but it's it, we'll see where that where that takes it if that becomes the main issue. And, it, and, and then you have to determine, are states going to make it illegal you know, in Arizona, will it be illegal to travel to California to get an abortion? How could it be illegal to go from Arizona to California? There are states that have laws like that or try to put laws like that in place over the years, too. So there's, they're still going to try to limit it. They're going to say, OK, we won. Abortion, uh, anti-abortion people are going to say we won. But if 25 states allow abortion and people can just travel across state lines to get it, right. uh, is that enough? Now people are still doing it. They, they can say it's illegal. Because to- what, is California going to be the main place to go and get an abortion now? Well, on the West Coast, it certainly will yeah. be. I mean, California's huge and it will be legal there. I don't know what Nevada will do. I don't know what New Mexico will do. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be difficult. Arizona, though, right now, Arizona has one of the the strictest anti-abortion laws. It's still on the books from 1911, I think, mm. but it's still there, and it, it will be in place if Roe v. Wade is overturned. Well, thanks for helping us out with that, Barry. Yeah, absolutely. That's why you're an attorney. That is why. That's why I keep you on retainer for the radio commentary. It's awesome. All right, <laughs> coming up next, Becky Lynn is a news uh, flash. We're also going to check in uh, with Yuma. Yuma has sounded the alarm. I'll tell you why. And just ahead, the all-Arizona daily download. We're going to give you the three biggest local stories of the day. Stick around to Gatos and Chad Show.